0: 93 937 the ticket and theticketfm.com
1: What up we are back old school me and me and my main man Nick on the 1s and 2s and the 3s and 4s Old school is brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese and Butcher Shop located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. I gotta get my little grill up. Hey, you sure yeah, you gotta make sure you
2: see your uh, see your smile. Yeah, it's, do you, I mean you got the you got quite the fit on today.
1: I do. Is it nice and warm? It is. It's perfect All for right. the elements. It's not about style. It's about function. It's
2: not the parka. It's not the, the black vest that you no, normally wear. I do have it there, the yeah. black vest
1: to go <laughs> over there. You're, you're not you wearing
2: go. a black Nike ball cap. You're wearing a stocking cap now. It's
1: time to retire the ball caps when it's, when it's this, this cold. When, when is this cold. When oh, is man, this cold? You,
2: you still got hair on your head, so I mean, like,
1: it, it's, 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 it's better it's than, low, like, AD, AD. AD will AD, yeah, freeze. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I saw tomorrow it's like frostbite can occur in 5 to, like, 25 minutes.
1: Tomorrow. Yeah, it was supposed to be, like, with the wind chill, like negative 40. Negative, thir- negative 30 to negative 50. That's crazy.
2: It's already around the state. I just saw um, from good old Nathan Brennan's TV station, 10-11, uh, that uh, there's already wind chills of negative 25 around the state.
1: That was out west. Probably or out was, west because it, it it's coming, all coming, it's this, coming way. this way. It's coming this way. It's all coming this way. Yeah. you have any family so, out west? We need no, to call them no, and find out? No,
2: I, I don't. Um, I, but here's the thing is I saw that the snow accumulations got dropped. So it's only going to be like two to four inches. I saw, mm. but with the wind chill and the wind, it's, it's going to, th- he said like the, the tweet said it's going to make it impossible to drive.
1: Yeah. Because of the, it well, first of all, that would make the roads even more icy yeah. because of the, the wind. And then obviously the not being able to see either. So yeah, yes. Yeah, so travel safely out there. You know where we are in the holiday season and you know, there's been years in Nebraska where we haven't had any, cold weather i think heck one year i think people were out playing golf on uh, christmas day or around, right around christmas so. I,
2: I played last year on december 21st yeah
1: so here year are. to year oh year,
2: today's 21st a there year ago today year i was go playing today. golf that's sad what'd so, you shoot not good
1: all right well it doesn't matter at that point in time it's just happy I, to be out there. i think
2: i played i think i played seven holes because i couldn't get through nine
1: yeah because
2: it was so cold because cause here's the deal. It it's, started it's out nice. 50, 50, right. No, no. 50 in December is different than 50 in, in September. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. you go out there in December, or you, you roll up the Golf Now app, like, oh, yeah. man, I can play for, for 14 bucks at, at Newmark. Right. Here we go. This is going to be great. It's 50 degrees on, on December 21st. Right. Different fifty, yeah. different type of fifty. Because degrees. it's
1: fifty for like five minutes. Yeah, and then it's then it's down then to it's forty. The, then it's the wind. Yeah.
2: Then it's the December wind, and you're like, this ain't true. Yeah, this ain't fifty degrees.
1: I mean, to piggyback off the off the spillover or crossover, um, I didn't listen to the press conference. I mean, I think that you know, I've, I think I've become immune to them, and yeah. and, and that's probably not fair. But I, I think that at, at this point in time, um, you know, I, I I will say this: I think that they've done a decent job of going out and trying to attack this thing the best that they can. Um, I don't think there's any excuses that, you know, yeah, the, you know, the the reality is that obviously he wasn't the head coach, you know, starting in January. He's the head coach starting at the, you know, a couple of days after Thanksgiving. Um, and so, the, the you know, that's what you get, you signed up for. But I think when you're you're getting paid this much and you come with this much, you know, with this reputation – you know you're expected to do this and so i think yeah. it's it's good um that they all went out there and they aren't even a full staff yet i mean the wide receiver i guess the staff knows who's gonna the wide receiver coach is gonna be obviously he's probably coaching somewhere else and they got some other other positions to fill but they win you when you look at it you know they've they've looked at you know they went you know they attacked both the you know the lines of scrimmage um did a little bit in the transfer portal. Probably, I'd like to see him do a little bit more. You yeah. know, maybe get a you know the you know one of those linemen that they had in um, at least right now, or maybe somebody that comes up later on in the year or in the you know obviously in the off season. Uh, but overall, I think that you know this is kind of a Matt Rule type of class. Well,
2: you talk about the the two lines of scrimmage. Offensive line was a big Five discussion guys. point yeah. today, um, all day today with the class with with what they could do in the future here. And then also at the press conference, because there was a lot of questions revolving around Donovan Raiola. Why, why did he decide to retain Donovan Raiola? Here's one quote that stuck out to me, Jay. That now obviously it's it's just a quote, and we'll see what happens and how it all plays out. Uh, like you said on the crossover, when you two years down the road we can evaluate. But Matt Rule said today, the team that controls the line of scrimmage wins games. I've learned to build a team that can win in the environment that you're in. And so, because he was talking about, hey, w- the way that college football is going to be shaken out here is he, he was talking about, you know, expectations to play in the college football playoff mm-hmm. come in, you know, four or five years down the road. And he said there's going to be home, at, home field advantage because there's going to be non-neutral site games. Right, going to yeah. be on campuses. So he said, I was he goes, I was standing out on Memorial Stadium yesterday in or on the field, in the cold, in the ice, in the snow, and he said, I realized, hey, in five years, if we play in a game here in December – we need to be able to use that to our advantage. Right. To and he goes, we need to figure out a way to boost the offensive line by that. Right. He goes, we need to because we need to play and we need to we need to basically build a team that can play and excel in the environment that we are in. Right. So and, and that, know, that was and that was a that was a that was a a thing for kind of sore ears and tired ears. I mean, that was music because that's <laughs> we haven't done that. Yeah. that. That's it's been the complete that, opposite. It's been we've said it. Remember, because 2018 it was, right. hey, oh, there's dudes out there warming up without a shirt on. They're tough. Yeah. But that's not true. I mean, yeah. that doesn't do anything.
1: Yeah, I think really what, what it comes down to, if you look at a lot of the classes of the offensive line, say like you take the last like five or six years, mm-hmm. there's only been one guy out of all the offensive yeah. and defensive linemen that in each class has been good. So, you know, those five offensive linemen, you'd like to at least have two or three of those guys be – guys you think mm-hmm. would be starters or, 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 like, rotational players and same with the defensive line. I think when you look at it, like, the edge, quote-unquote edge. That yeah, because that's they, how they're classifying dudes So, now. yeah, and I'm not really sure, you know, Maverick Noonan is necessarily an edge. It would be interesting to see being 6'4", 225. Where does he fit at it in the edge? Mm-hmm. You know, um, because if he's going to be, like, a five technique, a six, he's got, you know, that's 30, 40 pounds he's got to put on. Yeah. Um, you know, I've never seen him play up on, you know, Rush from you know, you know two feet. But when you think of Dylan Rogers, he you know I, I actually saw him when he was in town, and he's ready made, ready to go. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good physique, dude. from a well, physique, physique standpoint. Maverick Noonan already talked about him. I think he's t- from technique wise and knowing how to play with his hands. He's there, and, and all these guys aren't expected to play. Kay Whalen is a guy that's that you keep keep your eye on. Mm-hmm. He's played higher competition. The than JUCO any, guy, yeah, JUCO guy. Anybody any these any of these guys played. Um, he's good. Another guy, uh, that's not necessarily an edge that plays maybe in his three, three, five, um, is Eric Fields.
2: They're, they're, they're high on Eric Fields. They're, they're high on Eric Fields. It's a guy that had 180 tackles in 10 games, um, down in Oklahoma. He's
1: he's no joke though, man. Yeah. And then, uh, you got Elijah Judy, um, you know, from Texas A&M. You know, and then you mix in the guys that are like Jamari Butler, Garrett Nelson, and, and, and all those guys. All these guys that are coming in at the, this, these positions aren't going to play, especially the young guys, the freshmen. Yeah. So You also got to transfer Chief yeah, Borders. I was about to say, you, you when you, you're expecting, I would be trying to – I would expect immediate return from one or both, depending on how much eligibility they have left from Chief Borders and Kai Whalen. hmm you got you gotta have one of those guys really into the rotation. Now, um, I think they're a little bit farther ahead on defense because when you're thinking of a Colton Feast, Ty Robinson, and then a mix of Wynn, maybe uh Buckley and then obviously uh Nash, where you think like, Okay, we can you know, we got three or four guys that are serviceable, and then, you know, mix in some other guys with the edge and, and, and get a little bit healthy at linebacker, we should be okay now. Um, inside linebacker is something that probably needs to be addressed or looked at as well just from a health standpoint. You know, yeah. produ- pro- productivity, pro- uh, being productive, I don't think you would really worry about it. I think that, uh, you know, seeing where everybody's at health-wise. And so who would be able to step up from the guys that are presently on the roster or could you get some position flexibility of a guy like Jamari Butler okay. who's, who's a lot uh, – probably more fleet of foot than everybody that we talked about.
2: Well, that was that's an interesting way to look at it with inside linebacker because, I mean, you have a guy like Nick Henrich now who suffered two injuries this year because people would forget that he also had the in-hand – he had a broken yeah. hand right. um, that he played through and, and had that giant cast or, you know, thing on his hand for, for a couple games and then now um, ha- suffered the season and the injury. So I, I guess, yeah, health-wise at, at inside linebacker is something to – Something to definitely watch. Um, One guy here, switching to the offensive side of the ball, Jay, he doesn't necessarily fit their speed um, profile, but in terms of hands and being ready to play, maybe make an impact day one in in a limited capacity, Jaden Doss.
1: Yeah, he's probably the most polished out of all all the receivers when you think about if you compare him to, say, like Malachi Coleman. Mm -hmm. I think Jalen Lloyd is pretty polished. I think just the size-wise he needs gets a little bit better. Um, and
2: that's not counting Josh Fleeks, the guy they brought in from Right? Baylor yeah, today. yeah.
1: And you got to see where he because he played running back and he played receiver. So you don't know he could probably be maybe like a Lante Brown or you never. Yeah. Just never well, know.
2: What's What's interesting with Josh Fleeks? Uh, so he he's he's listed as six foot, two hundred and four pounds right now. Coming out of high school, he was listed at 5'11", 170. So that means he's put on thirty pounds of, of weight. Right. um you know in, in his time at baylor's now what's, what does that mean who knows but right. um I, I think that was something interesting to look at it is six foot 200 pound 204 specifically um to see where he's a fast guy though coming out of high school he ran a 21 second 200 meter dash right so he's a fast dude so he fits their profile like that from from that point of view but uh, I I two oh four is an interesting weight for me because I'm not sure where they would put him on the field like that.
1: Well, if he's a player, six it, foot, if he if he's a playmaker, he could play on the outside. He could play in the slot. Mm-hmm. Period. If he's a, if he's six foot, yeah. there's a lot of guys that I mean, Wando Robinson was was listed as what five nine. That's I, true. Yeah, know, and played he's in about the slot. Five, yeah. eight, so he has play, and, and you know he can be that X factor. So it just depends on how well these guys come in and play, and so everything's all like projection. You know, it's forty three. By high school and thirty one transfer rank mm-hmm. gives you forty one overall. Um some people say it correlates to where you end up at the end of the season. I think it it, it I think forty one is the low point of where you should be at the end of the season next year. That means you should be at the worst the forty first ranked team yeah. next year. Well, I think what you do with this is is really what really how you make your money
2: now? Obviously, like like we say, you know, stars are great, and and Matt Rule said it today is you know the stars and all the rankings go away when they get to campus because they're just another dude on they're another guy on the team, they're another player in the locker room. Um, but what's interesting here, I mean, there there is some cause for applause um, when you look at what Matt Rule and his his staff have done with an incomplete staff, right, over the last couple weeks, because just nine days ago, this was a, class, a recruiting class that was rated in the 60s, right. and now here we are. That was, 41st was as of this morning. Now, they're sitting just outside the top 25. Right. So, I understand recruiting rankings only mean so much, and Nebraska's had good recruiting rankings right. the last so couple yeah, of now, years, yeah, so now but now got, it's now, developing time.
1: Yeah, now you've got to develop and... And get guys ready to play and coach them up, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll so, see what happens. So it, it's, it's, it's a good start. You know, we'll dive into it. I'm going to try to pick, a, you know, on the surface who I think could uh, maybe top four or five that could, you know, make an impact next year. Uh, I think next segment we're going to probably wrap up on Nebraska's game against Queens um, mm-hmm. last night. And then we'll head into, uh, obviously, the the commitments and see if maybe during the show. Maybe we see if my man Barry Jackson, see if he makes a decision where he goes with that. So Yeah, decision. Yep, Jay Foreman and Nick, old school. We'll be back.
0: You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket's coverage of Early National Signing Day, sponsored by Live Hydration Spa. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.